After eight years of being in my 20s, 2023 has by far been the most valuable. Up until this year, I never really felt a sense of self-alignment. I was very scatterbrained, I lacked self-confidence, but this year has been a crash course filled with so many beautiful lessons on how to live my version of a meaningful life, build quality relationships, and do work that actually aligns with my purpose, which I assume is something you're probably looking for as well since you clicked on this video. While I believe the lessons in this video are very strong and impactful and hopefully inspire you, the very least that I want you to know is to just take action. There is no perfect moment to take a step towards your dreams. I know it's super cliche, but it does start with you being willing to get uncomfortable and ends with honestly endless possibilities. The one thing that I do know for sure is that you will be surprised what lies on the other side of that discomfort that you keep avoiding. If you are avoiding discomfort, trust me, we have all been there, so you're not alone. Now I do have a bonus tip at the very end of this video that changed everything for me. So if you're really committed to making the most out of your self-development journey, make sure to stick around for that. Now, the first lesson is that curiosity is key. In any situation in your life, if you are not curious, you're gonna leave a lot on the table. If you can find that thing that just naturally makes you curious, you wanna ask more questions, kind of like the little kid who keeps saying, why? Kick a ball, he's like, why? Just kick it, why? So you can kick the ball over there and they can kick it back to you. Why? So that you guys can play and have a good time. Why? Because life is about having fun. <laughs> as time has gone on, as we've grown up, we've shunned that curiosity. And uh, I think this is at the detriment to our well-being, to be honest with you. There's really beauty in just being curious. And the more that you are curious, the more that you just are a lifelong learner, constantly willing to learn, willing to admit that you don't know it all, your life is gonna get so much better. You're gonna be able to approach new things like business, relationships with an open mind and, and, and that type of energy that people actually want to be around. I was talking with a friend recently and he was telling me how he was having a lot of anxiety about finding his first freelance client. We can get in our minds so much just overcomplicating the process. I just realized my water fountain is on. One sec. I don't know if you can actually hear the water flowing, but it, it can be annoying in the editing process. But I was talking to this friend and he was telling me about all his fears. The one thing that I suggested him to lean on is curiosity, because if you go into a, a new business and you're pitching yourself and you go straight into the pitch, it kind of might throw the person off a little bit. But if you go into the business, you ask questions, you ask them about why they started the business, how the business works, what impact they're looking to make. You show that curiosity and you ask why. And then at the end of that, you mention the fact that you offer freelance services. They're much more willing to open that conversation and possibly work with you. This goes with really any situation in life. The more that you are curious, the better your life can get. The next lesson that I and just constantly being reminded of is how essential it is to create space. In a world where there is endless distractions, you can pick up your phone and go down a rabbit hole for hours if you let it. It is so important to create that space for yourself. You know, there's a quote that says, what is it? I always forget it. <laughs> I always mention it and I always forget it. But it basically says that all of a man's problem stems from his inability to sit in a room quietly alone. The person who is constantly distracted, it's very difficult for them to like live a meaningful life because it's just, you're everywhere, you're scatterbrained. And I'm speaking from personal experience, but the moments that I do create space for myself, I go on a walk or I just, you know, 
put some music on and I just sit in my own presence, I always end that little quiet session or alone time feeling so much better about myself, about feeling so much more clear-minded about what I'm doing with my time and my life. And the way that I like to think about it is if you're familiar with editing programs, sometimes you, you import footage and the editing program has to render that footage so that it can process it and play it back more smoothly. I think this is extremely relative to the way our mind works as well. We're taking in so much information on a day-to-day -day basis that if we don't give ourselves time to process to, to sit in the gap in between one piece of information and the other, the ability for us to process things is very slim. It is essential and I highly recommend you do it. If you don't do it already, just start small and say, I'm gonna give myself five minutes today to just be. No phone, no TV. The only thing I, I do kind of make exceptions for is music because it just allows me to step into that creative mindset. But one thing I do do, <laughs> I don't do do, but one thing I do is I don't listen to tracks that have like super intense lyrics or anything like that. Something that's just more ambient, more lo-fi or something like that that just helps me step into that creative place of solitude. The next lesson I have learned is that avoidance is the worst recipe for life. When we feel resistance towards doing something, the natural thing for us to do is to avoid it because it's uncomfortable. The discomfort makes us feel a certain way and we search for distractions to alleviate that quote unquote pain. So we search for pleasure to replace the pain with something that makes us feel better about the maybe just the present moment. We're just trying to like numb it down a little bit. And what can happen is you go so long avoiding something that it becomes even harder and harder to actually sit in that discomfort and do the thing. And also where is it avoidance getting you? I've had to face this personally because of my desire for music production, but having this insane amount of resistance towards it for some reason, like I feel like there's something really strong for me there and I'm really curious and passionate about it, but there's so much resistance and I've had to overcome that resistance and just realize that the more that I avoid this thing, the higher chances of regret later on in my life. So it's really sitting in that ability to delay gratification. That is the only way we can actually do something meaningful for ourselves and create a meaningful future uh, that lights us up and gives us a sense of purpose and passion. The fourth lesson is to deal with your grief. It is very helpful to deal with your grief. Now, grief can be anything from a loss of maybe a relationship, maybe somebody actually passed away, you're in a transition from a career to a new another career. Grief can go in many ways. It doesn't necessarily have to mean death, but shedding old skin and allowing yourself to step into a new chapter. Now you can step into a new chapter and avoid grief, but the one thing is that it can be dangerous. This is where creating that space comes back in because when you create that space, you allow yourself to process that grief. You're, you're shedding the old identity of some past career that you had or maybe a relationship that you were in maybe you're going through a breakup and uh you're, you're having a tough time wrapping your head around things well if you're constantly distracted you're constantly on socials you're constantly watching netflix you're filling every single minute with some sort of distraction you're not going to be able to process that grief and what is that going to do it's going to cause more turmoil down the road and it's going to sneak up in weird ways. You're going to be more angry in weird moments. You're going to be more reactive than proactive. And you're also going to lack the clarity in the lessons that came from that experience. So deal with your grief. Deal 
with it and create space for it and you will thank yourself in the end, I promise you. The next lesson that I learned is failure is the path forward, not clarity. There were so many times in my past where I would say, in order to be confident, you need clarity. And recently I heard a conversation that kind of contradicted my beliefs towards that. And the conversation went like this. It was a coaching conversation. And the girl who's being coached, she had no clue what she was doing at this one point in her life. And she decided to open a yoga studio with no money, with no knowledge, not knowing what the hell was gonna happen. And what that did for her is it started her on her path. And as she opened up this yoga studio, she learned the lessons along the way of how to run a yoga studio by demand. You have to figure it out. And so when you thrust yourself into action, you inevitably learn the lessons that you think you need to know before taking action. And it's okay to make mistakes. I think we have this like fear of making mistakes, thinking that the moment we make a mistake, everybody's gonna hate us, we're gonna look stupid, but we all start somewhere. We have to remember that we all start somewhere. And the quicker you can start, the quicker you can actually learn the lessons. Because learning the lessons through books and everything, through YouTube videos is good on paper, but it doesn't always sit like these lessons that I'm gonna tell you in this video are gonna sit with you the same way they sit with me, unless you can relate to certain experiences. But when you apply yourself and actually put yourself in the unknown, you learn so much more out of life. And, and, and also there's so many nuances in between lessons that you learn in the midst of taking action that you would have never been able to just pick up off of some chapter in a book. I'm a huge advocate for reading, but even more so an advocate to just take action and get messy. You don't need all the clarity in the world and you don't need clarity to be confident. The girl that opened up that yoga studio does not need clarity in order to open it up. She just needs the confidence to get after it. And sure, it might be a little delusional, but I think that's better than needing something before taking that first step. Like if I could go back and have a quick conversation with my younger self, I would tell him, stop waiting for the right moment. You're ready right now. Just be willing to get messy and learn from your mistakes. God, if I could just go back and tell myself that at age like 21. And to not also self-sabotage so much the moment that I do make a mistake because mistakes are inevitable, they're bound to happen and they should happen because they teach you the most beautiful lessons. Every lesson that I'm going over in this video stems from some sort of mistake. Every single one of them. Pain is the greatest motivator and if you wanna make your life better, I do believe it's really powerful to lean on that. Now, speaking of confidence, the next lesson is that confidence starts within. It starts internally. What are you doing behind closed doors? If you're focused on how to get this yoga studio started and all your energy is put towards that, it's gonna naturally develop confidence over time. You're gonna start to believe in yourself more because you're putting that energy towards yourself. You're making promises to yourself. The promise could be, I'm opening a yoga studio by July 1st, no matter what, and I'm gonna dedicate myself to that every single day. And you keep that promise to yourself, you show up every single day, whether it be for 30 minutes or an hour, you're gonna build confidence naturally. It's gonna be inevitable that you become more confident. If I want to be confident, one of the best things that I can start doing is going to the gym and committing myself to, to working out every single day. It's gonna do a couple things. It's gonna make me look better, it's gonna make me feel better, and I'm gonna live a healthier lifestyle. And I'm also going to feel more confident because I'm staying on track with my goals. I'm, I'm showing up for myself. Confidence starts within. It doesn't happen anywhere else. The next lesson that I learned is that if you want to live a miserable life, just make sure that you live it in the past. If you really want to dread your life, dwell on what happened in the past, 
dwell on what happened the last time you went to the gym, dwell on the last time you tried to open a yoga studio. Just sit in that dwelling state for the rest of your life. And I promise you, you'll be on your deathbed and you'll be like, damn, I just wasted all of it. Because here's the thing, our fears and our anxieties and our stresses stem from some past experience that we're afraid of recreating. So if, if you're stressed about going into a social environment, going into a bar, not knowing anybody there, you're probably relating to a past experience where you tried that and felt extremely uncomfortable. Maybe someone like looked at you weird and you took it the wrong way and that has just been sitting in your mind every single time you step foot into a new bar. However, if you had a past experience and that person looked at you weird, maybe they had a twitch in their eye and they're like, you know, just happened to be while you looked at them. Well, here you go, developing this false belief that people think you look weird just because somebody had something stuck in their eye. And you carry that forward, recreating this unsexy experience for yourself based on your past experience. Now, that's a really random example that I could think of right now, but this goes into every aspect of life, our relationships, our business, our career, our content, like everything. <laughs> you got to be mindful of that because anytime you step back into the past and you, or maybe you feel those really uncomfortable feelings. One thing for me personally is I used to get really nervous on camera. I would overthink a lot. And I, as soon as I messed up like three times in a row, I'd literally start physically beating myself up. Like I'd like, God damn it. And I like do stuff like that and self-sabotage when it's like, dude, just relax. You got this. Like, just say the line again and move on. But if we constantly sit in that way that we used to feel, it's going to be very difficult to make progress in the future. So realize that every single day is a new day. I'm going to repeat that a couple of times. Every day is a new day. What happened yesterday does not define today. You can recreate your future however you'd like. It's all about your attitude. And I made a video about that topic that I think would really help you if you struggle with this specific thing. It should be like up there. The next lesson is that people only care about themselves. <laughs> like you go to bed thinking about yourself. You wake up thinking about yourself. You think about what you have to do that day how you're feeling, what you gotta do next, you gotta brush your teeth. You're constantly thinking about yourself. What this should do, or what it has done for me, is shatter your fear of judgment. Now I know this is easier said than done. We all have that fear of, of judgment every now and then, whether it be from our family, our friends, our coworkers. If you're back in that bar and somebody does look at you weird, they might think you look weird for a split second, and then five seconds later, they're back to thinking about themselves. And honestly, that person who possibly looked at you weird is probably thinking that you're looking at them weird. <laughs> I remember I used to be on photo shoots with someone in my past life and she was constantly worried about people like looking at her and what she looked like. I would just always come back to this exact point that sure these people might look and think it's weird that we're taking photos in the middle of a park, but as soon as they're done with that five second like thought process of looking at us, they are straight back to where they're walking to, who's around them, and how they can protect their kids, etc. Now, this isn't to say that nobody cares about you. I'm sure you have some family members or a, a best friend that deeply cares about you. But in moments where you are feeling anxious about social environments, just remember that people are only worried about themselves. I used to personally self-sabotage a lot whenever I'd put a piece of content out there that didn't get the love that I was expecting. 
And then I would think that everybody is like going to bed thinking about how stupid I looked or how my video didn't get so many views or whatever the fuck, like so ridiculous. And these days it's, it's more like if the video doesn't do good, I did my part in it and I'm, I'm happy about that. And why in the world would somebody be going to bed thinking about my video? <laughs> like nobody cares in a good way. Like that should hopefully make you feel better about the things that you're doing and also help you embrace the mistakes a little bit more along the way. We're all worried about our own mistakes, so don't overcomplicate it. This next one has been the one that I have been prioritizing the most this year. And that is that people pleasing is a big fat dead end. People pleasing is not where it's at because it's always at the cost of your own energy or your own experience. If I am in a social environment, let's say I'm at a music festival and my only thing that I'm worried about is making sure that everybody around me has a great time. Well, the moment Sally is not, looks like she's not having a great time. Now my brain is focused on why is she not having a great time? Even though this is my favorite song playing right now, what do I have to do to help her feel better and, and have a better experience? Now, while that is a great feature to have, or at least I believe that it's good to you know want great experiences for those around you and it makes you a good host when you have people over to your place but when it's to the point where you're robbing yourself of your own experience and your own well-being to satisfy somebody else to make them have a better experience that's when it gets dangerous because this caters into all aspects of life now sometimes it's it's really important to just have that difficult conversation with someone to let them know how you truly feel if you are working with a client who maybe drives you a little nuts and uh, there's certain things about the process and the communication that drive you a little insane you're going to start to build resentment towards these people even though you're pleasing them and and, and making them happy you're always going to go to bed at night feeling like this is like really driving me fucking insane like i feel like i'm not stepping into my my own voice i'm not expressing myself i'm not standing up for myself and this is going to shatter your self-confidence it's going to make you a little bit more miserable. It's going to make you honestly despise working with certain people, being surrounded by certain people. And it's really just stepping back into that discomfort. I told you at the beginning of the video that you'll be surprised what lies on the other side of that discomfort. When you are willing to have that difficult conversation and willing to express yourself, what's going to happen? You're going to be super proud of yourself. It's going to build self-confidence and uh, hopefully that person respects you enough to hear you out. And honestly, if they don't, or they have an issue with you setting boundaries, so to speak, then those people are not meant to be in your life. I've talked to a lot of people about this topic and it seems like it's pretty common to uh, for people to be people pleasers. And I think it's because we're desiring validation or seeking acceptance from those around us. And uh, going back to the idea of just creating solitude for yourself, in that solitude, you develop that acceptance that you are that you're looking for, and it's actually meaningful acceptance. It doesn't just last like for five seconds. Self acceptance, self confidence, self assurance is everything you need to to alleviate this desire to people please. Now, the final lesson that I learned this year is to take advice with a grain of salt. Even what you're hearing me tell you right now, take it with a grain of salt. It's very easy, especially in moments of vulnerability, when you're feeling weak or you're feeling clueless, you're lacking clarity, lacking confidence, to seek advice from somebody who's successful and to just literally try to do everything that they tell you to do. And let me tell you from personal experience, it's dangerous to do that. What is good is to balance your desires with 
the advice that you are receiving. Let me share a personal experience to paint this example. So around 2021, I was feeling very vulnerable, very weak, very not confident, <laughs> and uh, did not know what the hell to do with my life. This was shortly after COVID, or I guess in the middle of COVID, and uh, was coming out of like a background in shooting weddings and freelancing. But I knew I didn't want to do that anymore. I knew that if I ever broke my leg or something really wild happened, then I could possibly be out of making money. And I didn't like that thought. And so I was in the stage where I didn't know what to do. And I had a mentor at the time through a course that I was taking who offered a one-on-one -on -one mentorship program. Me being in this weak state was like, oh my God, just take my money and, and tell me what to do. Well, that coaching experience was great and I learned a lot from it, but I think I took the advice a little too to heart and I, I didn't really make progress because what I was doing was emulating someone else's path, which I think has its benefits. But my path is different from that coach's. My path is different from yours. We all have different paths. And this is why it's so important to take advice with a grain of salt because the person that we're taking advice from, sure they might be successful and sure they might have the business goals or a success that that we're looking for but there's so much nuance in the middle like i personally don't care to have the same business as my coaches everything he says is helpful but i have to take it with a grain of salt because i want to go this way he might be like on this path and i might be sort of on that path but a little that way and so if he tells me how the weather is feeling over here and that I should do so-and-so when the weather's like this, and then I do that over here, it might be different conditions. There might be a different, you know, lake or piece of water that's gonna make a difference for me. So I have to take his advice with a grain of salt. I think it's so important that, you know, we really are mindful of how we take in information and how we allow that to dictate our actions and our feelings towards ourselves. Now, the bonus tip that I have for you, since you are fucking awesome and you stayed through to the whole video. You know, this lesson I had to really learn the hard way. The only person getting in your way is you. The only person getting in your way is you. Now you might think that, oh, because of what my, my sister told me when I was younger, I struggled to do this. Or because of what my friend doubted me back in 2018, it's really difficult for me to do this. But what's really happening is you're attaching yourself to that story. You're getting in your own way. I had this show up in my life in many different ways. The self-sabotage was one. The fear of judgment was another. You know, all of those things are self-inflicted. It's what I'm allowing my mind to go down a rabbit hole about. And this is why I think meditation is really important because you start to pick up on the triggers. A trigger for me personally could be uh, sitting there refreshing the results every you know minute or so. That's a trigger. That's a trigger that's gonna send me down a rabbit hole of, of desiring acceptance from other people or seeking validation that's gonna make me feel like shit about myself and it's gonna carry into the next creative project, so on and so forth. And this can also go towards, you know, doing the thing that really lights you up. My resistance towards music and, and production, even though I fucking loved it and I wanted to do it and I had all the desire to do it, I was getting in my own way. The reason why I f was probably getting in my own way was because I was afraid of making some mistakes. Uh, I was afraid of going into the software program and not fulfilling up to the, to the potential that I thought I had. These stupid stories that we tell ourselves, we are really just getting in our own way. No matter what you do in life, realize that what matters most is what's going on in the mirror. You have to support yourself 
when nobody's looking. You have to be the one behind closed doors that picks yourself up and pushes yourself. You have to be the one that sticks true to your word when the last thing you want to do is go to the fucking gym. Because the more that you do this over time, eventually you're going to realize that you're making progress in your life. You're going to sit there and you're going to reflect. You're going to look back on your life and you're like, wow, I can't believe I was really drowning myself in self-doubt. Self-doubt is a self-fulfilling prophecy. The more that you doubt yourself, the less you take action, which means the more that you doubt yourself. That's just not a good recipe for life, for doing anything meaningful with your time. promise you that success is literally inevitable when you realize that the only person getting in the way is you. Because then you'll start to pick up on your own tendencies, pick up on your own self-sabotaging habits, and be able to break them after raising awareness to them. Now, I hope you enjoyed this video. This was filled with all the lessons that I've been marinating on uh, recently. You know, this has been a beautiful year full of ups and downs. And uh, I challenge you to look at your life the same way. Whether you're in a high moment or you're in a low moment, realize that that's what makes life what it is. It's about the highs and the lows. It's about the light and the dark. It's about the yin and the yang. <laughs> I say this all the time, but it's so important to keep that contrast in mind because even if you're at a high, know that it won't last forever. And you know, there's going to be a, a low moment, but in those low moments, you learn so much about yourself and about life that it brings you to another high that's even higher than the last one. And then you, you constantly go through this ebb and flow of life. And that's what makes life so beautiful. You know, we wouldn't be able to enjoy the, the laughter and the joy and the moments with loved ones if we didn't experience some moments of frustration, self-doubt, and uh, self-sabotage. Thank you so much for watching this video. And uh, if you enjoyed it, I think you'll also really like that one. And if you want to connect on Instagram before you click on that, my handle is at Ashton T. Joe. I would love to connect with you. And of course, I'll see you in the next one.